greetings to those who watch below. Before we start today's stories, I'd like to give a big thank you to Ghost City Shelton, Lefty Kim, Lisa Watts, Steffi Ray, and an especially big thank you to our newest member of Those Who Dwell Below, Wicked Witch. Today's stories are all about the big hairy man that lives in the woods. No, not my Uncle Frank. Sasquatch. Bigfoot. Yeti. Whatever you want to call him. He could be out there. And if he is, then it could be truly terrifying. I encountered something unexplainable. I need answers. By So Hat. I've experienced something this week truly phenomenal that I cannot explain. Something so earth-shattering and reality-breaking that I am still in shock. Adrenaline is still pumping through my system, even now, writing this four days later. Last Monday, I went camping alone in New Harry National Forest. My goal was to de-stress and simply enjoy nature. I bought along a knife, some MREs, which are packs of freeze-dried food essentially, and a tarp and rope to construct a shelter. I arrived at the campground around 2. I begin my hike. It's deathly quiet. The only wildlife I encounter is two deer at the beginning of the trail. They squeal and run away. As I'm hiking, I notice a large amount of quartz deposits strewn around, enough to raise an eyebrow. I reach a valley clearing about a mile in, between two streams. I constructed my shelter in the centre. Old campfires littered about told me this place must be a good place to camp. After finishing my tarp tent, I begin to walk around exploring the area. I hear thunder, and decide then to head back to the shelter. Here is where things start to get strange. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it still. I lay on my stomach in my tent. As the storm rolls in, I feel a strange pressure change, low bass frequency, and temperature drop, which isn't that odd considering I'm in a valley. As it approaches, however, I feel a sensation I have never felt before. I can feel the storm above me in a way I can't fully describe. The best I can do to detail this feeling is that my consciousness was aware and expanded enough to feel this mass above me. I'm there thinking, this is very weird, but don't entertain any thoughts of this possibly being paranormal. That is, until I hear the first sound. I hear a loud whoop, I guess a quarter mile away, and the hairs on my body stand up all over, and it begins to pour with rain. Very hard. At this point I have no earthly idea what could have made that sound, other than a very large animal that I'm unfamiliar with. Time passes. I'm still laying in my tent. It's not quite dark, but it's raining, so I have nothing to do but scan the trees and listen. That's when I see the light. A very small, what looked like a coin reflecting in the sun. Only there was no sun, and it was moving. It blinked on, then off quickly, then reappeared a few feet to the side, on, then off again. I never saw it again. Not soon after, I began to hear what in my mind were bipedal footsteps. They didn't seem like they came from a large animal, but I never saw what made them. They began in the same exact spot I witnessed the light a few moments prior. 
I'm staring intently at the spot, frozen in fear, clutching my knife and unable to move. It's silent until dusk and still raining. And then I hear the sound. Whoop! Much closer and louder. On the other side of my shelter, whatever made this noise was maybe 50 feet away. Night falls and adrenaline is pumping through me. I lay on my back. It's so dark, it didn't matter if my eyes were open or closed. There was no noise for a few hours and I began to relax slightly. That is, until I heard the babbling. I'd set up in between two streams, so my rational brain was making me think it was just the water. It was not. If I'd allowed myself to believe that what I was actually hearing was some sort of inhuman speech that far into the woods while I was all alone, I would have panicked, or blacked out with fear perhaps. I hear this intermittently throughout the night in two places. It's soft as if they are whispering to each other about me, not wanting to wake me up. I lose consciousness at some point, but awake to something being thrown at my tent, a small rock. Nothing more of note happens that I am aware of until the morning, when I get the hell out of there. I arrive home, and immediately begin researching what could have possibly been making those noises. I look at deer, mountain lions, bears, even raccoons and squirrel noises. Nothing comes close. That is until I decide to entertain the Sasquatch theory. I came across the Sierra sounds. It was exactly the same. I cannot tell you how frightened I was when I heard this video. It was the exact same noise. I can't even begin to process this. Even still, I'm shaking typing this all out. The murmuring. That was the worst thought. They were talking to each other. A Stranger in the Night by Night Roamer I have been an over-the-road truck driver, on and off for 20 years, and have seen lots of things out there on the road that are hard to explain. This is one of them. I drive mostly at night because it makes my job easier. Traffic isn't as near as bad at night as it is in the day. While I was driving down a lonely part of an interstate one night, this is an interstate where it's not much traffic in the daytime, let alone 2.30 in the morning. Anyhow. I was running down the interstate, and I caught some movement on the side, right next to the wood line, and I was thinking maybe it was someone in need of help, so I slowed as I approached them. Well, the closer I got, I could tell that it wasn't a person, but what I perceived was an animal. So I slowed and hit my four-way flashes, and pulled over in the emergency lane. Now, you've got to keep in mind I'm an avid outdoorsman and hunter. I've killed deer black bears, wild hogs, elk, and I've even seen moose, cougars and grizzlies, but what I saw here was none of them. Now, I'm a hundred feet off it, and I hit by high beams. Now, I'm not going to put a label on what I saw, because I don't know what it was. About the time I got within a couple of hundred feet of it, I hit my high beams. It was five to six foot tall, not huge, but big. Its eyes shone a yellowish-green in my headlights. It was hairy, but had bare spots on it, and was standing on two legs, not on all fours. 
Now, I know what most of you are thinking, that this was a Sasquatch. Well, I'm not exactly saying that. I'm saying I don't know what it was. While in my headlights, it put its arm up to block out my lights. It was bare around the armpits, and you could see through some of its hair to the skin below the hair, which was a dark skin, but not black by no means. And what I saw of its face was like a cross between human and animal. I watched it for about three minutes, until it wandered beyond the tree line on two legs and disappeared. Anyhow, that's what I saw. We keep accident camera packs in our trucks, but this was the last thing on my mind, so I didn't get any pictures of this thing. I thought Bigfoot had dark hair. By T. Kane 5188 This happened somewhere around the mid-2000s when I was in middle school. I was staying at a friend's house for the night in the backwoods of Michigan. For privacy, we'll say his name is Jay. Immediately behind Jay's house was a few acres of woods that led to a lake. If you went straight back into the woods from his backyard, there was a path that went straight to the lake, which was intersected at 90 degrees by another path from halfway to the lake. It was probably a quarter mile from the backyard to the lake. If you went straight down the path from the backyard, then turned left at the intersection, the path was a downhill grade, followed by a flat portion, followed by an uphill grade, which eventually ran into a two-lane country road, one of those 55-mile-per-hour ones that goes on for miles, with not so much as one or two houses. It was late in the afternoon, and the sun was just starting to set. We, being middle school boys, were running around the woods all afternoon playing with fake guns and stuff. Good times. Absolutely nothing leading up to this point was strange. No weird, eerie feelings, no odd, unidentified sounds. No paranoia or ghost stories prize playing in the woods. Just two bros running around having a great time outside. Well, we were basically pretending we were army guys. At one point, Jay decided to run off saying something about flanking the enemy. He dashes off to my left. I start creeping through the woods, pretending to shoot down bad guys as I went. I found myself standing at the intersection described earlier. Straightforward was towards the lake. To the left was the path that went down, then back up to the road. I was standing looking diagonally between the two paths, when I heard some faint sound slightly off to my right, toward the lake. What I saw made my whole body tingle, in the worst possible way. About fifty feet, maybe more, maybe less, towards the lake, and just behind the tree, I see this face, and a shoulder and arm peeking around it. The most terrifying part was that it was probably two feet or more higher than you'd expect a human's head to be. Before I could properly observe the face, which was undoubtedly hairy, it snapped back behind the tree, as if it realised I could see it. The colour of the figure I saw was light grey, like your average cement sidewalk. Because of that, I was unsure of what it was. My first couple of thoughts were sheer confusion and fear. Then, in my frozen state, I remembered that Jay was wearing a t-shirt, almost exactly that shade of grey. I tried whisper-shouting his name towards the now-hidden figure. I called out maybe two or three times, when, about 50 feet behind me and to my left, down the path leading towards the road, Jay emerged from the thicker trees. 
this was in the complete opposite direction from the figure I saw, and there's no way he could have snuck around me in that short period of time. To further drive home the point, it was fall, and the ground was covered in layers of dry, dead, deciduous leaves. The crunch from the leaves was very distinct, and you couldn't avoid it. Anyway, Jay had heard me call out, and from just down the slight decline. He looked up and asked what was going on. I pointed off into the trees where I had seen the figure, and said at normal volume, I saw something over there. As soon as I finished that sentence, I mean the very second, whatever I had seen started stomping off towards the road, parallel to the path we were on, but probably 50 to 100 feet deeper in the woods, the woods which were too thick to see anything in that distance. For some godforsaken reason, we tried to run after it. Jay and I were athletic, as athletic as 6th or 7th graders could be. We played tons of sports and were fast kids. We were hauling ass down the path parallel to the beast, but as fast as we could sprint, it was absolutely smoking us. The road, if I remember correctly, was a solid quarter mile from the intersection of the two paths. We had maybe just finished running down the downhill portion when this monster was already to the road, and believe it or not, we could tell where it was from the crunching leaves, and you could hear its massive footsteps clear as day, even while running. When we realised it was getting to the road, we also realised a car was coming. I shit you not, as soon as the crunching leaves stopped and the thing stepped out onto the road, the car slammed on its brakes and pounded on the horn. Its tyres screeched for a solid three to four seconds at least. When the car finally stopped, we heard the leaves start crunching on the other side of the road, and then the car slammed on the gas, peeled out again, and took off like a bat out of hell. Keep in mind, we could only hear all this. We didn't see the car. We didn't see the car, so there's no way we could ever track the person down to ask what they saw. But I wouldn't be surprised if their story is out there on the internet somewhere, about the time they almost turned Bigfoot into roadkill. Anyway, we finally made it back to the road and crossed to the other side. On that side, it was mostly flat woods as far as the eye could see. Nothing but trees, trees, and more trees. No sight nor sound of the beast. We waited for a bit, then went back home. A few things to note. Was that Bigfoot for sure? I can't say. But what I do know is that it was tall, hairy, grey, and 100% bipedal. There was absolutely no mistaking the sound of it running. It's funny though. There's descriptions and videos of Bigfoot walking and moving faster than a normal human, but I'm almost sure this thing was sprinting. The speed at which it reached the road was utterly unbelievable. It ran a quarter mile in probably close to 20 seconds. And trust me, I understand how absurd that is. Bigfoot Encounter with My Entire Family by I Love Big Max When I was young, probably about five or six, my family went camping. At the very top of the mountain, you really couldn't get higher on that mountain. There was a lake we were camping next to, so of course my family was fishing. My dad and mum, my uncle and I were on the shore, trying to get some fish. Across the shore on the other side of the small lake, my dad had noticed a huge brown or black humanoid figure, just standing still and facing us. 
It had to have been eight feet tall, maybe even taller since it was so far away. So, like any human would, my dad tried yelling at it, since he thought it was a prank of some sorts. I don't remember what my dad said, but I remember the sound the creature made back. It wasn't anything we understood, just a kind of unintelligible screeching. It did, however, sound like he knew what he was saying, if that makes sense. Like he was saying something to us, only in his own language. We were all looking at it at that point. My grandparents and my big brother had joined us. I remember my parents attempted to recreate the screeches he was saying, and he would respond. This went on for a couple of minutes. Then, the creature took off. And I mean, took off. Mind you, the entire time he was on two feet, much like a human, he turned and started running towards the forest, and was out of sight in seconds. He had to have been running like 25 to 30 miles per hour. My brother, grandpa and dog tried chasing it, and went to where we had seen him, at the direction he left in. They did find a huge lump of black hair that was stuck in a barbed wire fence, though I'm not certain if it was really from the creature. I can't tell you why we didn't leave. We spent the night still, in tents. It was very windy, and I don't think anyone actually slept. Hi guys, thank you ever so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. Bigfoot's not been a subject that I've ever covered before, so it was nice to break some new ground. If there's anything that I haven't done before that you'd like to hear, make sure to leave a comment in the uh, section below and let me know. Also, like, share, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. So, until next time, sleep tight.